What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Hall of Fantasy podcast, uh, where we are here to help you get those fantasy golden jackets. I'm your host, as always, Cody, and I've got a very special guest on the show with me today. Uh, I've been real excited about this episode. I've um, been telling you guys we want to get some more collaboration done, and uh, this is the first step in getting that done. Yep. I am going to introduce Travis here, who I've been league mates with for, ooh, Travis, six years now? Something like that? Five, six years, something like that. Multiple different leagues, too. Not yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, multiple different leagues, but yeah, it's about five or six years. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you want to tell everyone about yourself a little bit? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm Travis. Um, I've been doing fantasy football since I was in middle school. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I had a, I had a, I had, a, I had a team when I was in seventh grade. Not to um, put you on the spot, do you remember your first ever draft pick? No. No. Gerald <laughs> no. and I went through that. I think mine was like Aaron Rodgers. So. <laughs> no, I don't remember my first draft pick. I do remember my first name though. The first okay, name I had was Mighty Midgets <laughs> because at, I wasn't very tall back in the day. Not that I'm super tall now, but I was pretty short for my age. And actually, <laughs> I was doing a collaborative uh, draft with my best friend at the time. And okay. he and I weren't, again, weren't the tallest, uh, the tallest group. So we, uh, he and I both drafted together and ran the team together. So we called ourselves the Mighty Midgets. I like that. I like you know, that. So you've been doing fantasy for quite a while then. I have. I've been yeah. doing it for quite a while. It's been um, almost 20 years. I, I, more than 20 years, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. Dang, dang. Yeah, it's longer than I've been doing it. I mean, I've been at it since, ooh, 2011, something like that. So, wow. yeah, so not, not quite as long there. And actually, I'm still in that same league that I was in uh, over 20 years ago my first my first team in that league still in the same league so really okay yeah okay yeah yes. how many championships in that league i haven't won the championship yet i got you <laughs> i i i've 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 made it to the championship game multiple times but always end up this, that close this, that close <laughs> so. i like it though man that plenty of experience coming on the show today more even than i thought that we had <laughs> yeah, i do the best yeah. i can <laughs> But uh, we're here, guys, to discuss our top 24 running back rankings. Keep in mind, this is redraft. Um, so there are going to be some guys on here that are a little bit older. Um, and keep in mind that the our rankings are going to be different for Dynasty. That's just the nature of what redraft is versus Dynasty. Um, the leagues we're looking at, we are looking at uh, point per reception. Um, so one, one point PPR. Uh, and we are looking at... 12 team um so that doesn't necessarily make the biggest of differences until you look at why are you doing top 24 um so that's that's essentially why we're going there um and i mean i'll probably end up posting even further maybe maybe 12 to 24 more uh later ooh, a little later on throughout the season but as we said with our quarterbacks episode guys please keep in mind these are very early rankings and they are also I mean, they're subject to change. <laughs> I think as with that, all of this, I mean, there's all kind of different things. News can come out, uh, signings can happen, injuries could happen, although knock on wood, we don't want that to happen. Um, there's all kind of different things that, could, that can go on between here and uh, we're 83 days away from, the, from opening weekend now, Anything Travis, so pretty okay. exciting here. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, real close. Hey, exactly. <laughs> 
So without any further ado, with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and jump right in here, Travis. Um, so I'll go ahead and run through, we'll, we'll run maybe, we'll, we'll run four at a time. How about that? We'll, we'll say four at a time. Uh, the reason I say four is because our first three are relatively in line. Um, so my, my top four, are, uh, Jonathan Taylor, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, yep. Derek Henry, and Austin Eckler. And I know that everyone will kind of think back to the mock draft episode that we just did, uh, me and Gerald just did, and think, Austin Eckler, I thought you had him a little higher. I've cooled on, on him a little bit. And uh, Spiller coming into, into town is really making that a little bit uh, more of a thing for me. I mean, still absolutely a, the, almost the closest thing to a lock, I would say, for 100 targets that you can get. I see you've got him there at two. Yes. I have, I have him at two. So. My top four right now, Jonathan Taylor, I'm I'm with you on that one. He's just going to get so many touches mm-hmm. on that offense. He's clear, clear, clearly above and beyond number one for, on running backs. But I do have Austin Eckler, too. He's I think he's a, a, a target machine. Um, maybe in a non-PPR league, I wouldn't have him this high, but definitely in a PPR league, mm-hmm. he's going to get so many touches. Um, and I'm not too worried about Spiller coming in because he's still the number one guy by a, by a long shot. Yeah. Um, three, I have Derrick Henry, and four, I actually have Dalvin Cook. Okay. Um, at, at, at four, so um, re- really like Dalvin Cook. They always year after year, he's always a top top running back, um, and they they love to throw it to him and give it to him in, in red zone and get a lot of touches. So I got oh, absolutely. I was going to ask if injury history may have a little bit of a concern for you, but. I mean, I say that, but then I have Christian McCaffrey at number two. So <laughs> yeah, exactly, and I uh, and we'll get to. I have McCaffrey a little bit lower, and my reasoning is injury history. So. Yeah, exactly, and and with with I think that goes to show and goes to I mean, really shed light on the fact that with these rankings, we assume a full healthy season. Um, that's obviously what we hope for everybody. It's not going to happen. Not everybody's going to stay healthy, and I think that really lends itself to why these rankings can change so drastically even from day to day um, especially as we get closer to the season but um, yeah I'm with you Jonathan Taylor absolutely they're going to be running that offense through him Derek Henry um, we both have him at three they're going to be running that offense through him Um, they brought in the running back um, Hassan Reddick I'm wanting to say is who, who they brought in who they're wanting to eventually, I think, replace him with. And Henry has just been getting huge workloads over the past few years. But I mean, he, he's a different animal. Uh, he's well, been getting 300 plus carries. One of these years, Derrick Henry's going to nosedive and he's going to just <laughs> have, a, have, a, have a nosedive off the cliff and he's just going to be terrible. But who knows when that's going to be? And I'll risk it to get the good years of Derrick Henry. So, oh, absolutely. Um, I, I was in a dynasty league with you, actually. Um, and I took Derrick Henry and I was like, I don't even care if I, he, he's only good for one year. I'll, I'll, I'll keep him for one year. Um, but I took Derrick Henry in the, in, in the first round, e- even in a dynasty league. I was like, this guy's going to put up numbers. So I, oh, I, I'm yeah. not too worried about Derrick Henry. And I was listening to uh, throw credit to the fantasy footballers. Um, he was a running. He was a top twelve running back until week sixteen last year. Yep. He got hurt in week eight. I mean, that just shows you the kind of workload that he's going to get. So yeah, I mean, in redraft leagues, Derrick Henry, I think, is easily a top five pick. 
Um, and, and I don't think that anybody's going to be disappointed with getting any, any one of these guys simply because, I mean, we're, we're splitting hairs at this point. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing I, I me personally, um, when I do my rankings here, I do a lot, uh, a lot of my rankings is just on gut instinct, right? I draft mm-hmm. through, through my gut. Who do, who do I think just in my gut is going to have a good year? Who do I think in my gut is going to have a bad year? I have no basis for it. I have no <laughs> nothing for it. It's just kind of the way I feel. And that's just, I've always done it that way. I've yeah. always kind of gone with my gut. Um, and it, it's just hard to not take Henry, right? Because you right. know he's going to get the touches. You know he's going to get the carries. Goal line on the 50 on his own 20, you know, he's going to get <laughs> So the only negative about Henry is in a PPR league, his receptions, you know, aren't the greatest, but his touches are still unbelievable that you got to have him up there. Absolutely. And he's more the outlier for our top, really our top 10 guys. I mean, looking at both of our lists, everybody else in our top 10, I mean, save maybe like Javante Williams, which we'll get to, I mean, has, that uh that that ppr upside yeah absolutely absolutely speaking on that uh we'll go ahead and go to five through eight now and for my list you're going to see a lot more of that uh that ppr upside as i just mentioned uh, i've got Najee harris joe mixon dalvin cook and alvin kamara um so a lot of guys that uh, like i said you see with that ppr upside Nadia Harris, I think, is just going to be a really huge tool for Kenny Pickett in year one. Um, I know uh, Joe Mixon, I had him in in our league last year. And, um, I mean, just seeing the kind of workload that they gave him, I underestimated prior to this year the kind of workload that Joe Mixon actually gets. I know you know firsthand, um, but definitely um, just crazy numbers that this guy's able to put up. Yeah. Um, I do kind of worry. We talked about Cook already, but I do kind of worry a little bit about what might happen with Kamara at the beginning of the season. Um, there's still the pending um, p- pending situation going on. He could get a suspension. You never know. I don't want to speculate, but uh, that, that kind of bumped him down a little bit in my rankings. What about your five through eight? Yeah, so five, I have uh, um, Najee Harris, same as you. Uh, love. Pittsburgh, I'm a Bengals fan. Here we go. Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> AFC, look at that. Um, I, I hate the Steelers, but this guy's going to just be on a tear this year. They got nobody on that team. That team's going to stink, but that guy, Najee Harris, is going to be really good. Oh, uh, so I got him at five. I have Christian McCaffrey at six. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I have him just a slight, you know, slightly, you, you got him at two. I got him at six. Just injury history the last few years. And there's nobody else on that team offensively. So, you know, if I'm a defense, I'm putting, you know, nine, 10 guys in the box and saying somebody <laughs> else. So I'm kind of going how much, you know, he's going to get a lot of touches. Maybe yards may not be the greatest for him. Um, I got Joe Mixon at seven. Love him. Uh, again, Bengals fan. Love what he's been doing the last few years. Really had a good year last year. He actually exceeded my expectations last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he, he, he's just going to be a, a solid, um, solid fantasy player as long as Burrow's healthy, right? No, yeah. Burrow, Burrow's healthy. They're going to be able to run the ball. They're going to be able to spread the field, which is going to open up more lanes for Joe Mixon. And then eight um, is kind of where our first big difference is mm-hmm. um i i have javante williams at eight i i really 
see him having a really good year. Denver always runs the ball. They always, always, always (laughs) run the ball. They always put stock in that offensive line. The type of running that you know as a a Chargers fan, Mm -hmm. the type of of running that they do, you know, with their blocking scheme always lets, you know, the running back get a lot of carries, get a lot of yards. And I know they got Russell Wilson, but Russell Wilson still, if you go back when he was the quarterback with Seattle, Chris Carson was always a top 10 running back because Mm -hmm. he loves to dump it down. He loves to, you know, even though Russell does run the ball a little bit, he's going to make sure that the running back gets the, gets the, you know, gets a lot of touches. Um, So I'm really high on Javante Williams this year. So I got him at eight. Yeah. And I think the reason I'm a little lower on him, uh, I mean, the, the Broncos did bring back Melvin Gordon. Now, I'm not sitting here t- trying to tell you guys that Melvin Gordon's going to be the starting running back. Javante is going to take over this backfield this year um, with Melvin well, Gordon playing a little bit of a secondary role. And, and I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah, I, actually have, I actually have Melvin Gordon lower on my list because of that. Like, he's the only – Denver's the only team that I have both running backs in, in my list. So, um, yeah. So, we, we – uh, I, I get I get your point with with Melvin Gordon, and I, I agree. Melvin Gordon's getting a lot of touches, and I think yeah. he'd be a really good backup running back for any player. But, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he might be one of the best handcuffs. I mean, maybe Tony Pollard, maybe, um, but he might be one of the best handcuffs this year. And I mean, yeah. it it can happen. I mean, last year Javante Williams finished 17, and Melvin Gordon 21, so they can easily both be top 24 running backs, especially when. You don't have Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater throwing the ball. They're going to have to <laughs> take some focus away from that passing game a little bit and get people in the box. Yeah. Um, uh, get people out of the box to be able to to help out there. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I like Javante a lot. Um, I think that once Melvin Gordon's out of town, I think he's got top. I mean, definitely top 10 potential. I mean, maybe even pushing top six or seven potential. And we could be talking about this guy for quite a few years. Um, I just, my, my big worry is, is Melvin Gordon. But, I mean, yeah. I've been, been wrong before, obviously. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and it, it's, a, it's a legit concern with, with, with Javante Williams. I get it. Um, but Melvin Gordon is getting up there in age. Mm-hmm. You know, this would be one that you would want if you do draft him in the first round. You would want to do a little bit of research in terms of kind of what the Denver coaching staff is saying. Oh, yeah. You know, are are they really going to give you know Javante Williams have him be the number one running back, or are they mm-hmm. going to split carries? If they're going to split carries. Obviously, you you drop them down. But if they're coming out and saying, you know, by the time draft is coming along, hey, Javante Williams is our guy. We really like him. This, that, and the other. Um, you know, I, I would put a little bit of stock in that and probably bump him up. You know, it, it, it's, you know, I, again, I have him at eight, and I think that's if he's the number one, I think he's going to have to be a top 10 running back. Absolutely. And let me ask you this now say you get Javante Williams as your RB1, are you maybe going up a round or two from Melvin Gordon's ADP to get him to make sure you have that backfield? Yes. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would do what I could to get to get the handcuff. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, for such a high value handcuff, I, I think that you, you almost have to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, sorry to put you on the spot a little bit. No, no, that. no. Yeah, like if I if I'm getting Javante Williams, I would want Melvin Gordon to be like my number three running back. 
Okay. Okay. Right? So you get Williams and a, and a secondary guy, and then you know have have Gordon as your backup. There you go. So, okay. Again, I I think he's I think Gordon's going to have a, a solid year. You know, just anyway. Right. Even if you don't have Williams, but having Williams uh, definitely you want to get Gordon as, as the backup. Right. Now, one other question I had in this in these four for you, if so, there's been talks on uh, talks heating up about Baker going to Carolina. Yep. If Baker goes to Carolina, does that help McCaffrey? Does that hurt McCaffrey for you? Um, or even just the same. I mean, if he stays right around the same, I think it's about the same for me. Um, I'm just I'm a little worried that again, there's not a lot of talent on that offense. Right. That's the reason. I, it's not the fact that I don't like McCaffrey. Oh yeah, but no. It's the I fact mean... <laughs> that just the talent on that offense, it's going to be a run-heavy offense, which is great in terms of PPR because he's going to get a lot of touches. Um, but in set in in yardage and things like that, like mm-hmm. I could see every play defense going to double team that guy. Yeah. Right? Like double team Christian McCaffrey. And he's such a good player that you have to. I and, mean, and you have to do it. Yeah. And and actually with Baker, you know, Baker is one of those guys that we've seen it in, in, in uh, Cleveland. When he finds a guy that he really likes, he'll throw it to him. Mm-hmm. But you would think that Christian McCaffrey would be that guy, but what if he's not? <laughs> one, one, of their, one of their wide receivers, right? And he's yeah. just beside – or the tight end, right? So yeah. – and maybe the checkdowns that, that Christian has been getting – now with a new quarterback, they're going to the, a tight end or a wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, all kinds of things can happen. So, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, and that, that'll bring us into our next set of guys here, uh, 9 through 12. I have DeAndre Swift, um, Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette, and Nick Chubb. To kind of round out that top 12, you kind of see me going away from guys a little bit that are a little bit more – skilled at catching the ball not to say that Fournette and Chubb can't do it I mean as a Georgia fan I I I mean I can say that in college Chubb was a was a good enough pass catcher and they have even been talking about dropping Kareem Hunt um from that roster so I mean that could ultimately pick him up a little bit but right now Hunt's still on that roster so I have to kind of put those accordingly uh, but Swift and Aaron Jones I really like uh DeAndre Swift um is just one of those guys um, I mean, I talk about my Georgia fandom. He he was another one of those guys that, I mean, he, he was one of those little Swiss Army knives out of the backfield. Yeah, um, he could run the ball. He could he could catch the ball. Um, I mean, I think Jared Goff's going to have to dump down to him <laughs> a good bit. We saw it a lot last year when he wasn't injured, um, which wasn't really even all that often. But uh, I like DeAndre Swift a lot in PPR leagues. Yeah. Aaron Jones, I mean, we saw a ton of targets for him last year. And then they get rid of Devontae Adams. <laughs> I mean, Alan Lazard's not going to be a wide receiver one. Um, Christian Watson's not going to be a wide receiver one. Those targets have to go somewhere, and I just I, I really like Aaron Jones. Yeah. Um, and then kind of a running joke on the show. Um, I don't know if you saw the tweet about with Leonard, the camp photo of Leonard Fournette. Um, no. <laughs> man is looking like he could uh, – he could – Diet from here to the uh, beginning of the season and still be about twenty pounds above. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh man, that that practice jersey was was stretching. <laughs> okay. But okay. yeah, no, I mean, I I think that he'll be back down to playing weight. Um, he he doesn't have Ronald Jones there to take carries away from him anymore. Exactly. 
Um, I mean, you've got a rookie in Rashad White, and then you've got Keyshawn Vaughn. Neither one of those guys I'm really worried about this year. Dynasty maybe, but this year I really like Fournette to uh, kind of pick up that slack that Ronald Jones leaves behind. Yes. What about your next four? Yeah, I got um, a bit, I, I got a lot of similar guys that you have. So uh, nine, I have Nick Chubb. Um, Ten, DeAndre Swift. Eleven, uh, Leonard Fournette, and twelve, I have Alvin Kamara. Okay. Um, uh, nine, you know, like I said, Chubb. Really like him. He's always been a solid, you know, running back in in fantasy. Always typically gets a top ten. Um, in you know, at the end of the year. Uh, and yeah, uh, I, I know with um, uh, Kareem Hunt is, is is there, but Chubb's still going to get plenty of looks. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely the goal line back too, right? Touchdowns make a difference in football. Absolutely, so that definitely makes a difference. Um, Ten DeAndre Swift. I I hate drafting anybody Lions, right? <laughs> That's almost a team that I never ever want to take. <laughs> this may be a year that I will draft the Lions, and it'll it'll be it'll be Swift. I'm okay. really high on this guy. Um, I could actually see him going up in my in my draft in you know a, in, in a month or two. I oh, really yeah. like DeAndre Smith, especially in a PPR league. Um, Leonard Fournette, like you said, I really like him. Um, with no Ronald Jones, I think he's just going to take almost all the carries um, uh, w- with that. I do see uh, Keyshawn Vaughn having some fantasy value. Um, I could see him having a decent year. You know, that could be a guy you may want to stash. And, you know, maybe he has a decent, you know, game or two. Uh, But I think it's going to be the Leonard Fournette show. I really like Mm -hmm. Jacksonville. Um, I thought that he was underutilized in Jacksonville. I was kind of glad when he got out of uh, Jacksonville. And then Alvin Kamara, another team that I think is just going to stink. And it's going to yeah. be just we we know what he is. He's getting a little bit up there in age. I get that, but he's going to be to be a dump down machine. So I got I got Camara at twelve, but he's kind of the same reason by with Christian McCaffrey why I have him a little bit lower. If he's the only guy, you know, maybe he gets the touches, but maybe the touchdowns just because that team's going to stink so bad. Um, maybe the yardage and the touchdowns don't get there, but uh, yeah, I got uh, Camara twelve. Yeah, I like that a lot, and that, I mean th- those are our what we would consider RB ones uh, for the season. Again, it's it's redraft, yeah. um, so it, it'll be a little different as we go along. But um, those are the guys that we just think are. I mean, I don't think any of these guys are going to go outside of maybe the third round. Um. I think every single but I think every single one of these guys Yeah, I think every single one of these guys get take gets taken by the end of the second round. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah so and I mean I, I mean, you definitely see it, right? And 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 that kind of leads itself into a question I I should have asked a little earlier, but I'll go ahead and ask it now. Do you have kind of a strategy when it comes to drafting? Do you have uh kind of a set I've got to go running back first two picks and then see what uh, what's available do you like to do it a certain way or how do you like to approach draft day um for me i honestly want one i think the biggest question is kind of what is what is the league right every league's just a little bit different Mm -hmm. i actually have a league the the one i told you about at the beginning that i've been doing for 20 years something like that 
we're not PPR. Okay. We are, we are not a PPR league. We are ten standard. Ten, ten standard. Ten yards is one point, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't do decimals. So if your guy gets ninety nine yards, you only get nine points. Oh, okay. Nine point nine, right? So I have to draft that league completely different than a PPR league, right? Because a you know a, a McCaffrey um, who gets a lot of receptions is 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 going to be a little bit higher in a PPR league, mm-hmm. obviously. Or, you know, uh, it really makes a difference in wide receivers, right? Oh, absolutely. You find a slot wide receiver that gets 10, you know, 8, 10 receptions, but only gets 60 yards. Well, in my other league, that's only six points. Right. But in a PPR league, you're getting double digits, right? Yeah, so exactly. uh, it really depends for me personally on the, um, the, 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 the type of draft, you know, what the rules are. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times, I, like I said earlier, I go with my gut. You yeah. know, who do I kind of like? Who do I think is just going to have a bad year? Um, but also, you, it does help, you know, being in a league a few years, you kind of know how people are drafting. Oh, absolutely. Right? And, and absolutely. you know that, um, you know, like you, example, for you, you know, when we're in our league, I pretty much know you're probably going to go running back. <laughs> this past year, you went quarterback, but, um, you know. Kind switch it up I, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to throw it off a little bit, but. You know, definitely kind of knowing your most of the guys that are in there, you know, players, uh, individuals that are in the in your league definitely helps with drafting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think having your own set of rankings, even if it's just something that you throw together 10, 15 minutes ahead of time, because a lot of these places, you can't really rely too much on the, what they have as their ADPs. Um, if you want to make sure that you're getting the guys that you firmly believe in. So. I think going into a draft, having, I mean, even if you've got, I don't know, somebody else's rankings in front of you, just having something in front of you, in front of you to kind of give yourself a breakdown and to keep your, yourself reminded of, of who is, is there and who is still available and everything like that. So it, it kind of makes it a little easier. Um, as far as that goes, ultimately, if you can have your own set of rankings uh, in front of you, it's going to make things. I mean, you know who you believe in. You may have Saquon Barkley as the third running back on your exactly. Board. And and that was going to be my 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 next statement was if you really like a guy and you think that that guy's going to be really good this year, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. If you want him, you go take him. You right? Him, yeah. Because it, 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 if he hits, you look like a genius. Now if right. he if he fails, then so be it. It's fantasy football. But <laughs> if you really like yeah. a guy and, you know, you think this guy's going to be really good and you want to take him in the second round when everyone else got him in the third or the fourth, you go ahead and take that guy in the second round and just, you know, you go with what your gut is. If you think this guy's going to be good, you take him. Exactly. Exactly. And we're not telling you to go out and take, I don't know, Miles Sanders in the second round or anything nope. like that. But, uh, I mean, you, you always want to keep in mind, like, ADP, uh, at least to some extent, yes. because th- that gives you a rough idea of where people are going. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like I said, that, yeah, this doesn't mean you take uh, Brees Hall um, <laughs> in, in the first round, but, you know, if you want to take him in the, 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 the fourth or the fifth, mm-hmm. you know, you go for that. Because right. you know he's probably going to go in the sixth or the seventh, and if you really want him, you take him around earlier than what than what he's think. You know, probably. exactly. Make sure you get your guy there. Yep. 
All right, and yeah, after those top 12 guys, uh, we jump into the ne the next 12 where we think at least these first few guys are kind of on the outside just looking in. Yep. Um, 13 through 16 for me are uh, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, David Montgomery, and Josh Jacobs. Um, these are guys that I think are just going to get huge workloads. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, we see this every single year this time with him. He's in the best shape of his life, best shape of his career. <laughs> um, and I think that, or at least I hope that this year is going to be the year that we actually see that. Um, Saquon Barkley, I mean, he used to be one of those guys that, you, I mean, every year top five no matter what. Right. Um, you, the reason he's further down for me is because of the fact that he's had this kind of injury history and uh, last year, I remember seeing a, a a photo of. I mean, it looked like someone had shoved a softball into his ankle. Like his <laughs> ankle just looked gross. Like. Um, but another one of those PPR machines, uh, David Montgomery. I mean, I just see a huge workload for him. I mean, Justin Fields is going to be throwing to Darnell Mooney, Velas Jones, Cole Komet, Jimmy Graham. I mean, that uh, that's gross. That might be the worst wide receiving core. In the league, it is uh, the worst wide receiver. <laughs> and, and I'm actually kind of excited about Darnell Moody, but on any other team, he's like at best a wide receiver too. Uh, um, yeah. But I just think that's going to open up huge things for David Montgomery. Um, man, Josh Jacobs at 16, he's on a. I mean, the Raiders didn't pick up his fifth year option, so this is kind of a prove it year for him. Yeah. Um, they brought in Zamir White. Um, and, and I mean, they've still got Kenyon Drake behind him. So we saw it with Le'Veon Bell in Pittsburgh. His final year in Pittsburgh, they ran that man into the ground. Yeah. And I can honestly see the Raiders doing a lot of the same with Josh Jacobs. Um, he's shown that he can receive the ball out of the backfield. That's not necessarily his forte, yeah. but he's shown that he can do it. Uh, but, yeah, these four guys, for me, I just think are guys that can get huge workloads in their respective offenses. No, I, I, I get it. I, I think this is about the time when I when I look at it, um, you know, we were kind of talking about tiers. This is kind of that tier for me um, that you have about six or seven guys that you could literally just – are interchangeable, right? Yeah. One guy's go – there's going to be one or two guys out of this group that's going to have a good year. And then everyone else is just going to be like, eh, and you're going to look back and you go, why did I draft this guy? Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, and I, I, there's a lot of interchangeable guys right here um, in this area. So um, for me, I have 13 Aaron Jones. Okay. Um, a little lower than you. Um, I am worried with Aaron. I've always loved Aaron Jones. Mm -hmm. um, you know, two years ago, I took him in the first round in our league when I had took three running backs and, and had my 300, you know, three-headed monster. I love Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah. A.J. Dillon scares me for, Aaron, for as an Aaron Jones fantasy owner. I can definitely see that. Because I wasn't worried about him last year, and A.J. Dillon was a, a, a major point stealer for Aaron oh, yeah. He, he was a top 24 back in PPR ranking last, or yeah. PPR last year. Exactly. So I, I'm worried about Aaron Jones just because of the A.J. Dillon factor. Okay. Um, then I have James Conner. Um, really like him. There's nobody else in that backfield. They're, They're going really not <laughs> exactly. There's nobody else in that backfield. 
I Kyler Murray's gonna dump down the ball. I know they got a million weapons at wide receivers, but they gotta run the ball sometime. And James, and he's he's a goal line guy too. Yeah, absolutely. He's always been a goal line guy, even when he was in Pittsburgh. So I'm I really like James Conner. And even uh, for those first six games, uh, just to kind of throw something in there, they don't have DeAndre Hopkins. So I mean, their receiving threats are even less in those first six. Exactly. Yeah. And um, looking at it from last year, James Conner was a top five uh, fantasy running back by the end of the year. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Man. Top five PPR. Like, I I, I like James Conner. Um, 15, I got Zeke. Um, every year, I think Zeke's going to be <laughs> top five running back. And then you just go, uh, you know, like Again. he's going to have one or two games <laughs> and he's going to be awesome. And you're going to go, yes. But he's going to put up a few stinkers for you. No, and that's yeah. why I just can't have him higher. Um, and, and Dak seems to be throwing the ball more and more and more, which means mm-hmm. less and less and less for Zeke. Um, and then 16, I have Antonio Gibson. Always okay. liked Antonio Gibson. think he's a really quality running back. I wish he was on another team. <laughs> Eight Washington. Um, I, he's one of those guys, if he was on a better team, I think he would be higher up in fantasy. But he does get um, receptions out of the backfield, too. Mm-hmm. The problem with Antonio Gibson, as someone who's had him for two years in a row in fantasy, <laughs> is he's not the third down running back. That's right. the problem with Antonio Gibson. Exactly. He's first second. He, he will always be the first and he will always be the second down running back. But when he gets the third down, he's not in, which is mm-hmm. very frustrating when you have Antonio Gibson. And it's third and one, and you're going, yeah, this guy could get it to him, and they give it to jd mckissick right. whoever the whoever the number two is, is going to be this year right so yeah. that's the reason why i have gibson just a, you know uh at, at 16. yeah and i think that's probably why i have him here a little lower we'll we'll get into where i have him here in a few minutes man with where we have zeke we don't want to let jimmy listen to this episode i guess oh, huh? I know. <laughs> hey, he can have him right <laughs> he can have zeke if he wants him yeah, that's um, true. That's true. I may be going after Tony Pollard actually a little later in drafts if I'm being yeah. completely truthful. Um, but I mean, I still think Zeke's got a year or two left in him, even if he's not the top five back that he used to be. I, I think he's still up there. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know I got him at 15, but it's not like 15's like yeah you know, terrible. Right? Yeah, you're not like, an awful running back being top 15. I mean, that that's like I mean, really. <laughs> I mean, that's that's quality. That's yeah, a really good RB, too. He's going to be a starter. That He could be an RB1 at 15, if you think about it, right? That's true, if, yeah. If, if you go wide receiver heavy because it's PPR, you know, you're sitting in the you know second or third round, so you mm-hmm. can easily be sitting there going, hey, I'll take him, and he's your, he could be your RB1. You know, and if you got a lot of good wide receivers, you know, because you wanted to go wide receiver heavy instead of yeah. running back or quarterback or whatever, like Pick he could end up being a wide receiver. Yeah. Absolutely. I like that. Yeah, I mean, he definitely could be. I mean, and, and he could even – he's one of those guys where I wouldn't necessarily be surprised to see him finish as a top 12 running back. No, not at all. Just because of the potential that he offers. Yeah, yeah. And last year he was one, two, three, four, five. Six. He was uh, running back number seven, at least in our league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that it's not – again – not to say he's terrible or anything like that, but he's definitely on a, on a, on a decline in his career the last few years. He's slowly oh, kind of gotten, you know, points-wise worse and worse and worse. Um, so, again, one of these years, the bubble's going to burst. Um, and with Dak 
throwing the ball and all the weapons they have at wide receiver, um, you know, maybe this is the year with Zeke. Yeah, and I think that, uh, I mean, really part of the reason of that decline was just how many touches he got through the first couple of years of his career. I mean, they just yeah. loaded him down, and they're, they're starting to see the, uh, the product of that. Absolutely. So that'll lead us into our next four here. Um, I have Cam Akers, and then here's where Javante falls for me. Uh, so that's probably our biggest difference on, on our top 24. I've got Javante a good bit lower. Again, it's a Melvin Gordon thing. Um, yep. I don't think the Broncos brought him back for nothing. He's going to get touches. Like you said, they very well both could end up um, finishing top 24, even even one of them top 12, one of them uh, outside of the top 12. But yep. Devontae falls there to 18 for me. Okay. Uh, here's my James Conner. Um, and, I mean, don't get me wrong, I really like James Conner. Um, yep. They've got, I think it's Keontae Ingram the rookie um that is the the backup to him they lost chase edmonds um so i i mean i even think reading through and going through these that i might even be a little low on james connor um but again another reason why these are fluid and why they why they change so much Um, and then rounding out this one for me is jk dobbins um in such a run heavy offense but as gerald and i talked about in our quarterback show Gerald mentioned that Lamar is the closest thing to a lock for a thousand yards that you can get, especially as it comes to quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so J.K. Dobbins, yes, is in a run-heavy offense, but I tamper my expectations a little bit because, yes, it's run-heavy, but it's run-heavy skewed to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and and that, that, uh, this actually brings me 17. I have J.K. Dobbins, right? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting, you know, we're, we're kind of talking about him. Um, the reason I think I have him just a slight bit higher again, I have 17, you got him at 20. Yeah. Lamar Jackson runs the ball a lot, but JK Dobbins wasn't there last year, right? He, he didn't play because of injury. He's going to be the running back of the future. That team runs the ball more than any other team in, um, the NFL. I know a lot of it's Lamar Jackson, but they do a lot of mm-hmm. QB, uh, you know, running back read option type stuff yeah. and the running backs are going to get the ball eventually. Um, yeah. And I know Jackson keeps it a lot. I had Jackson in two different fantasy leagues last year, right? He, he he's he's a monster quarterback for fantasy because of the running. But um, J.K. Dobbins is going to get a lot of touches. Okay, um, so, I like yeah, that. I, but again, I got him at seventeen. You got him at twenty. That's not that. That's not that big of a difference, right? Um, Eighteen. I got David Montgomery. Um, I'd like him a whole lot better if he didn't play for the Bears, right? <laughs> like. <laughs> I just I can't take this guy that much higher just because he just he's got no talent around him. Yeah. Right? Like it's you know again PPR maybe you know he'll he'll get up the touches but man there's nobody around that dude. Yeah. It's like, it's like Christian McCaffrey, right? Like it, yeah. why wouldn't a, why wouldn't a defense put nine or ten guys in the box and say hey Cole Komet you beat us? Yeah. Because like, who 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 else is going to do anything for that team? Right. So, even if Fields takes a significant step up, I can see your point there. Because, I mean, he may take a significant step up, but a significant step up from ground level is still, <laughs> especially with that supporting cast. And, and, and that offensive line is one of the worst in, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It, it, and, and they didn't do anything in, in the offseason to make it any better. That, so the, I, I just, I, I'm not high on, on David Montgomery. 
Um, 19, I have Josh Jacobs. Um, I know you got him at 16. I thought Josh Jacobs coming out of college um, when he got drafted in the first round, I was like, oh, that guy's going to be really good in fantasy. I've watched so many Raider games to watch <laughs> Josh Jacobs. I know you watch it too because you're a Chargers fan. It's so frustrating to have Josh Jacobs on your fantasy team <laughs> because he should be really good, but their offensive line stinks so bad that he'll get the ball and there's no holes for him to run to. Yeah. He's running around like a chicken with his head cut off going, somebody <laughs> blocks someone so I can just get two or three yards. And I, I, I can't do Josh. And he has very limited PPR value in terms mm-hmm. of catching the ball. In terms of catching the ball, he's not a, a, a catcher. He's not a pass catcher. He's not a throw down. He's not the throw down running back either. He's never been the throw down running back. Every throw down, they bring their they bring a throw down running back in. So I can't, you know, have him be my number one running back when he doesn't play all three downs. So I, I'm not that high on Josh Jacobs. And uh, twenty, um, other than uh, Javante Williams, this is probably our biggest. Our biggest difference, um, I have Barkley down here at 20. Um, I, I got to see him have a year of getting healthy before I'm going to take him. I, I, I don't even care if I'm drafted in the second or third round and Barkley's there. I'll pass on him. I, I don't want him. I, yeah. I, 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 somebody else can deal with that problem. Right. Being the number one running back because he's got the talent, Good for good for that guy. Whoever <laughs> whoever forecasted that, yeah. I, I don't I don't want anything to do with him. I think the Giants are going to be terrible again this year. He's so he seems to be injury prone. I I don't want anything. I, I don't want Barkley. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know yeah. the guy's amazing, but I can't do it. Yeah, and that that kind of le- leads itself into what we were speaking speaking on earlier, and and knowing your guys and knowing who you would take where. Um, and I mean. There's always going to be differences of in opinions on everything, and that's part of what makes fantasy football so great. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely valid arguments there, and and it, it could turn into something to where someone is holding the bag on Saquon Barkley because they took that chance. Yeah, um, I think if he's another one of those guys where if if you take Barkley, you've got to take his backup, you've got to take his handcuff if if you're taking him. Um, just because of either that or be really good on the waiver wire. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Just because of that injury risk and injury history. But that's a guy that could win you the league, though. Yeah, he, he absolutely is. is. You take him in the second or third round, and he's your number two, um, and you took a top 12 running back, you could have a dominant team um, if Buckley hits, right? That's the risk in taking him. Yeah, if you're able to get a – I mean, I don't know um, – Joe Mixon Saquon Barkley combo and Saquon Barkley ends up playing to his potential, you could have two top five running backs. Absolutely. Exactly. And you're definitely in the playoffs and you're fighting for a championship at that point. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That'll lead us to our last set of four here. And this is where I actually have Antonio Gibson. I'm with you. I don't like the offense. Um, We've heard over and over and over and over again that Ron Rivera wants to use Gibson as the Christian McCaffrey of that offense. Never happens. That's fine and fine and good. You can say that all you want, but it's not, (laughs) you haven't shown us that. I mean, he's got the receiving chops. He played receiver in college, but you're not really throwing him the ball that much. Maybe that changes a little bit with Wentz in town. 
Um, but that's yet to be seen. Gibson comes in at 21 for me. Uh, the only rookie on my list, Brees Hall. Um, I talked about it in our first round uh, draft uh, NFL first round show. Guys, super talented. He tested really well in the combine. Um, I'm not really that concerned about Michael Carter. He's really undersized, even for a running back. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brees Hall has shown that he can catch the ball out of the backfield too. Um, he's going to be one of those guys that you can really focus your offense on. Um, yeah. And Zach Wilson has gotten an upgrade in weapons there with uh, Garrett Wilson uh, coming in. So I think that they're not going to be able to focus on just the run game. So that's going to that's going to help Brees Hall out a lot there. Um, Elijah Mitchell comes in at 23 for me. Um, I'm really worried about that 49ers offense. I'm too. Maybe they f- say, oh, hey, you guys thought Trey Sermon was going to be the guy that, last year. It, now he's our guy. Elijah Mitchell, you're, you're back up to Trey Sermon. I mean, there's no no telling with Shanahan. So he, he, well, and you, got, and you got the Debo factor, right? Yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, Debo can still be getting eight, ten carries out of the backfield. <laughs> It was unbelievable. I, I had I had you know Debo in one of my leagues as a wide receiver, and I'd be watching 49ers games, and it's in the goal line, and I'm like, they're not going to throw it to him. They're just going to hand the ball off to him. Yeah, and exactly. 50 percent of the time, it's a handoff to Debo Samuel, which is yeah. a way you got Debo right, but you're pissed if you got a, a, a running back for the 49ers. <laughs> That's so true. you know, That's what part of why Debo wanted to get traded this offseason. He didn't end up getting traded, but that, that's part of why, because he doesn't want those running back touches. I know. It's completely understandable. I mean, we, it, running backs don't last that long in the NFL. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was taking a pounding last year. Yeah, he was. And we saw that come playoff time, um, both fantasy and re- uh, regular. Um, I mean, yes. he was out for extended periods during the individual games uh, with different kind of things. So. Hopefully, for the Eli Mitchell shares, we see less and less of Debo Samuel running out of the backfield, but we'll see. Um, and to round out my top 24, comes in Miles Sanders. Um, they are a run-heavy offense. Yes, they did trade for A.J. Brown in the offseason uh, during the draft, uh, but their bread and butter is still going to be that running game. Um, Sanders does have receiving chops, but I will say there's a reason he's rounding out my top 24 and not higher on my list. No, I, I no, I'm with you. Um, I'll start with mine. Uh, 21. I got Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's got to run that run the ball uh, in the for the Rams, right? And that's a prolific offense, and he's the number one. Yes, yeah. so, we saw what Gurley was able to do with him. I'm not saying Cam Akers is Todd Gurley, but we saw what McVay likes to do with that. And and and, and Akers has had some injury problems, but when he's been healthy, he's shown the ability to be a a, a quality running back. Yeah, and he so, came that crazy fast from the Achilles. Exactly. Uh, so it's going to be good to see what he does with a full offseason under his yeah, belt. I agree. Now, Daryl Henderson does, you know, worry me. If you get Cam Akers, you want to try and get Daryl Henderson as a handcuff. Um, but I think Cam Akers is the number one on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, 22, I'm going to stay here in Atlanta, Cordell Patterson. Ooh. That guy was a monster last year. He sure was. He was unbelievable, and I know he's not a running back, but they don't have a running back for the Atlanta Falcons, okay? And yeah, they, we know they Arthur Smith, have a rookie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we know Arthur Smith coming from Tennessee wants to run the ball, mm-hmm. and Cordell Patterson worked last year. 
yeah. 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 the fact that they're going to do it again. Yeah. So, and he's a, and he was, he was a great receiving threat because he's a wide receiver. Yeah, he is a wide receiver. On most platforms, he's, he's listed as running back slash wide slash receiver. Wide receiver, yeah. So, um, Cordell Patterson was a top 15 running back last year. Yeah. And dude was a wide receiver. Right. So I'm not, I, I actually, that's a, uh, when I initially made my list, I had him in between 15 and 20. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, maybe that's a little too high, but I got him at 22. Um, 23, uh, same exact same guy, he, Elijah Mitchell. Somebody, I think he's the number one for the 49ers. Shanahan's going to want to run the ball. He should have a pretty good season. But the Debo factor, uh, Trey Sermon definitely worries me. The other factor you got to worry about is if Trey Lance is the quarterback. Yep. He's going he's going to be now they're probably going to run the ball more with him, but he'll be taking more carries too doing the run, you know, quarterback uh, running back run, right? Um and then rounding out my top 24, uh, I actually have Damian Harris. Okay. And I like Harris a lot. I I'll be completely truthful um I think my only and he would probably be just on the outside of the top 24 looking in for me. Um, I think my biggest problem with Harris, most of his production came from touchdowns last year, 15 touchdowns on the ground, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Touchdowns are such a volatile stat. You'd love to think if he can get 10 to 12 touchdowns again this year, I think he could easily be in that top 24 range. I'm just really worried about some of these reports. I don't know if you saw earlier in the offseason, um, the front office for the Patriots are unhappy with the way that Bill Belichick is framing this offense. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know. It, it kind of knocked me off Harris a little bit. I mean, like I said, he'd probably be in the 25 to 27, 28 range for me, but that's splitting yeah. hairs at that point. Exactly. Yeah. I, I just, for me, for him, he's, he's going to be the goal line guy. So he's going to yeah. get touchdowns, yeah. right? He's the only guy on that team that's going to get the ball. You would think, you know, mm-hmm. he's, you know, realistically, he's he's the number one running back on that team. They're going to want to run the ball anyway because Mac Jones is not a guy that you throw have him throw the ball, 30 <laughs> to, you know, thirty five to forty times anyway. So they're going to want to run the ball, right? And not that's only that, but that receiving core would probably rival the Bears for the worst in the NFL. Exactly, exactly. And, and you got to think, Bill Belichick is looking at that offense going, my defense is really good to win games. I got to keep kind of keep it, um, you know, keep the clock running. And how do you keep the clock running? You run the ball. So Damian Harris is, is, you know, I know it may be a little bit more touchdown dependent, but again, at 24, what are you risking? Right. So we're we're, we're splitting hairs, but that could be a guy that maybe later on you you, you grab and he could be a, a quality second round and number two running back for you. So yeah, there you that's, go. That's, that's my top 24. Yeah, and that does round out our top 24. Travis, do you want to run through one through 24 real quick on your list? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'll start uh, one. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Javante Williams, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Swift, Leonard Fournette, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, James Conner, Ezekiel Elliott, Antonio Gibson, J.K. Dobbins, David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, uh, 21 Cam Akers, Cordell Patterson, 
Elijah Mitchell, and 24 is Damian Harris. All right. And my rankings, uh, top 24, are Jonathan Taylor at one, Christian McCaffrey, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Swift, Aaron Jones, Leonard Fournette, and Nick Chubb rounds out the top 12. And then I've got Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, Cam Akers, Devontae Williams, James Conner, J.K. Dobbins, Antonio Gibson, Brees Hall, Elijah Mitchell, and Miles Sanders at 24. Uh, as my 13 through 24. So okay. those are the early top 24 rankings for running backs for Travis and I. Yep. Um, again, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. These are early rankings. There's a lot that can happen in 83 days. Um, yep. We may even come out with a couple more shows between now and the start of season, just as uh, as with our quarterbacks. Um, so uh, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say and what where you guys have all these guys as well. So, I mean, let us know. Um, drop drop it in the comments. Um, let us know what you guys think. Um, as always, we're, uh, I mean, the show's on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter. I'm sure Gerald would love to hear about it, tell him how bad I did throughout the, throughout the show um, <laughs> with, with this and everything. Uh, but that wraps up for the top 24. That brings us to the Hall of Fantasy Golden Jackets for the week. Um, and my Golden Jacket this week actually goes to you, Travis. You're the first one that we've co collaborated with. Um, and it really, I, I mean, I love the stuff you brought to the show tonight. It was a, it was a pleasure being on here with you and, and talking fantasy football with you in the short amount of time that we had. Uh, but, I mean, the, the amount of work you put into this, uh, the amount of work you put into your show, and then life outside of the show. I mean, I I see I know from firsthand experience how uh, life can be outside of the show and how it can affect certain things and everything like that. So you get my Hall of, Hall of Fantasy Golden Jacket for the week. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. I need to go get a gold jacket now. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I appreciate it. No, it, it was a pleasure being on. I love I love doing it. Um, you know, you and I talk a lot about fantasy football anyway, so anytime um, I, I'd be happy to, to, to get on here again. Um, you know, wide receivers, tight ends, you know, you name it. I'll be I'd love to do it again. So love thank that. you. I love that. Yeah, man. So uh, tell us about what you do. Tell us about uh, the, the, the shows and the other stuff that you do. Yeah. So um, I do a show um, have done. Uh, for a few years now, uh, a sports podcast called Straight from the Hip. Uh, that's actually where I got the hat, S S F T H, uh, Straight from the Hip. Um, myself, uh, uh, Gerald uh, Mitchell, who is a, a high school coach um, in the area of Gwinnett County. Um, and then we have uh, two other colleagues uh, that we just basically just talk sports. Um, we, we'll go a lot of football, um, mainly football, but now that basketball season's going on, I guess basketball season's ended. Um, do talk a lot about basketball as well. Um, but, but mainly football and we just kind of chop it up and talk about whatever the, it's a weekly show. So we'll talk about whatever is the, uh, the hot topics in sports. Um, and, and we, uh, we, we love to have everyone on, you know, we, we're on, uh, every Tuesday night, um, at eight o'clock on Facebook. Um, Facebook Live, uh, and we stream through that, and also YouTube. 
Um, I, it's uh, S, S, straight from the hip live, SFTH. Um, Instagram, SFTH20 um, is our Instagram. Um, and yeah, please, if anyone uh, would like to come on, um, let us, you know, we have a comment section. You can go ahead and put you know, any comments, questions you have during the show. We'll read them out, answer them. And uh, we, we'd love to have everyone that, that can be on and watch. Come on. Uh, we, yes. We'd love to have anyone. Yeah, and I can speak from firsthand, again, from firsthand experience. Uh, I mean, ev every comment I see on the show, they're reading it and they're interacting with, with their fans and they're interacting with their viewers and everything like that. Travis is always bringing, bringing the uh, good stuff like he brought tonight. Coach is an absolute character. Love to hear yeah, him. He's talk. a character. He is a character. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's it's just an all around good time. It's it's uh, just one of those shows that you can really just kind of vibe with and, and really get into, and it's it's a, a joy and a pleasure to watch. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, go check out their show. Um, and as always, uh, you can find uh, Hall of Fantasy here. You can find me at Cody FF Dynasty One. Uh, you can find Gerald at Gerald FF Dynasty One, and you can find the show at Hall of Fantasy FB. Um, as Gerald always likes to say, if you have any thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, let us know about them. And we we uh, we love to be interactive. Um, I know I personally have been trying to trying to be more interactive on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I guess you can see how that how that's been going so far. But yeah, man, um, the last piece the, the last piece that we have is we still are trying to fill that dynasty league for the show um i think that we've decided the winner is going to get a hall of fantasy golden jacket like our our first official golden jacket okay. it's going to be a hoodie that uh that has our logo on it um so okay. and then uh a fanatic skip card um so once we have the league filled we'll figure out what exactly the buy-in is going to be that'll depend on how much the fanatic gift card is um, but it, it's uh, something we're still trying to fill up. So let us know if you're interested there in that Dynasty League, and uh, we'll get everything filled, and we can we can discuss um, with the league once it's filled how we how we go about that. It's like five ten dollars at most would be what what our buy would be. So Travis, as a, uh, once again, it was a pleasure having you on. Look forward to That'd speaking with you again here soon, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, anytime you. Uh want to do do one uh we do quarterbacks we do running backs again walk and see what you name it love 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 to do it so yeah thanks for having me on absolutely man